In this valley of heart's delight, you will find life pleasurable, toil honorable, and recreation plentiful. Everyone knows that Satan travels through the internet. It was a time when anything was possible, at least in the imagination. Want to do this? Are you ready? No. This is the Valley of Hearts Delight. I am Tony. Also with me is Caden, Care Bear, Scorpion Snake in the His House. And we also have Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Also known as... And Andrew. Andrew. Have we no. said his name? I've never An- known. Andrew, Andrew, Anderson. Never, An- never, Andrew, ever known. Mr. Anderson. Andrew. Never. Yeah, you guys have to understand. He has something to lose in life, unlike <laughs> us. <laughs> no, 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 we have no. Everything no. That's not where I'm at. He has everything to lose. That is not where I'm going. That's. I, I used to like threaten to cut people that would call me Andrew. Andy. Including like my mom. But we can still call you Andy, right? <laughs> Don't call me Andrew, Mom. Listen to you, so, bitch. Yeah, look. I know what you think you called me. So I did want to kind of before we start this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. I wanted to talk a little bit here we go. about us and our in this crew. And I wanted to say that Andy, our good friend here, is an actual professor. He's an actual PhD graduate. He actually has a PhD. So when you listen to him, you should actually be paying attention. No, no, no. Hold on. I, I, I need and, to interject and here. And taking notes. And taking notes. Uh, you should take notes. But as someone who does have a PhD and has unfortunately, therefore, spent a lot of time around other people with PhDs, mm-hmm. uh, you should never, ever pay much attention to those jerks. Well, and I just wanted to say this, that Andy has a PhD, but I wanted to say that I also have a PhD. Oh really? Really? Yes. What What is your PhD in? Please. Pretty Andy. huge dick. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's get there going. We go. Dude, there okay, we, we go. are definitely <laughs> editing that out, aren't we? Oh, oh no! I mean, <laughs> so, wait, I think I can hear Dari laughing <laughs> from like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I heard that today, and I had to throw that in. I, I, is that the first I, time you've heard that? Wait, so. uh, Harkin, Harkin, what is that vague sound of laughter? Oh, it's all of Anthony's uh, ex-girlfriends. Whoa. 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 All two of them. Bazinga. I have three. <laughs> I will have you know, sir. I will have you know. There was, and there was, and then there was. And now I'm happy. Cool, man. Yeah. I'm very happy for you. I'm excited for today's episode. We should stop talking about me. Even though right. I, te- I did kind of bring the focus on my no. PhD. Yeah. The, like, this is going to be weird because we're it. this is all of the previous episodes are going to be up. But, like, we're recording this on September 4th. We have about five episodes in the bank. But we're we just published our first episode. So we're we're now the masses are hearing us. So if you're hearing us... That means that it's probably like a month after we're recording this, but that's okay. And the rumors are true. Tony is actually a pretty huge douchebag. <laughs> Whoa, there we go. All right, he got me. He got me. Well, today me. we're going to be talking about the Ouija madness of El Cerrito. 
Wait, what is that you say? Ouija madness. Ouija madness. Ouija. Wait, we- was there like an outbreak of people running around pulling uh, their fellow society members under trousers up? <laughs> uh, yes, mass oh. mass Ouija. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it pronounced Ouija? Mm-mm. I don't know. No, no, no. I believe it's pronounced Ouija. It's Ouija. Uh, well. We'll get into Ouija. that. Ouija. Ouija. It's it's more just kind of like a <laughs> shut the hell up. Just like a just like a Ouija. It sounds like the combination of like a French word, and it's almost like and vomiting. Well, it's almost like a combination of the French and German words for yes. Is that in fact where the origins of the name come from? Not according to the people who created it. Oh, okay, all right. Now, technically, according to the people who bought the company afterwards, that was the origin of it. Ah, interesting. But the original name. According to the people who started the actual TM copyright, Mattel. All no, no, no. Who own, who makes it now? It's currently owned by Hasbro. Hasbro, Hasbro. Hasbro yeah, who yeah. owns? Yeah, it was previously Parker Brothers. Parker Brothers got bought by Hasbro in 1991. Now Hasbro owns it. Hasbro has been actually providing us pathways to Satan for a while. Because don't they own D and D and Magic and all that Magic cards? Was Wizards of the Coast owned by? I think Wizards is owned by Hasbro. Probably. Whoa. And they're right. owned good, by Coca Cola and they're owned by Jeff Bezos. So it's all Oh yeah, we can get into that. Well let me well. take you back <laughs> to February eighteen ninety one. Fuck, we're going back in time. Advertisements promoting Ouija or Ouija. Ouija. <laughs> the wonderful talking board appeared in East Coast newspapers for the first time. Mm. This was the first mention of the Ouija board in American media. Spiritualism, which we mentioned in our Psychics episode, had taken hold in America during the latter part of the 19th century, after the initial breakthrough into American culture with the Fox sisters in 1848, who claimed to communicate with spirits of the dead through knocks and rappings. Not rappings, like Biggie. Yes, like that. And the brutal American Civil War that ended in 1865... Spiritualism exploded in popularity in myriad different means and styles. Importantly, spiritualism, while now associated with occult practices and opening doorways for demonic forces, was then seen as entirely compatible with Christian sensibility. Seances Mm -hmm. were often family events. In a time when the average lifespan was under 50 years old, Americans were eager to reconnect with family members who had died. As mentioned, there were numerous ways in which people would attempt to contact the dead through mediums who claimed to directly speak with spirits in a trance state, asking questions and receiving responses through knocks, table turning, which was lightly touching a tabletop with your fingers and waiting for the table to move while talking to a ghost, Uh, even going through the alphabet letter by letter, and waiting for a knock after a particular letter was spoken, oh, which was like it would take so long, immensely time-consuming. People would like entire paragraphs of just like, "Hey, <laughs> four days later, B, <laughs> Uncle John says hello, C." All right, let's start again. I would like to like like what if like somebody like like they summon their mom and they're like, 
Tony, Tony, you, said, you never call your mother. You never call your mother. Ah, and you're just like, oh, shit. I knew this was a mistake. Oh. God damn it. Shut up the talking talking board. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the reception's getting bad. Sorry, Mom. Mom, Mom. Go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong number, wrong number. Uh, but, 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 uh, There's a window into Anthony's home pop- life for you. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> another popular means of communication was automatic writing, which began with having a pencil attached to a basket. The medium would touch the basket, and the spirit would take over, writing out their message through the medium. This eventually evolved into having a pencil mounted in a planchette, French for little plank. A small heart or teardrop-shaped piece of wood with two rollers on the wide end, a pencil making the third point at the narrow end. Unfortunately, messages received from the other side were often indecipherable or impossible to read. (laughs) Oh, wow. This is like this is the 19th century version of like the Oracle from ancient times where there was just some like poor, like drug addled or drunken neophyte that uh, the priests would like send into a cave and then they would stumble out and like mumble some gibberish. And Mm, the priest would be like, up. The gods yeah, have like, spoke. At least that sounds fun. I mean, fucking sitting on a table for yeah, fucking Yeah, but I mean, right, you might, you might as well be staring at, like, chicken bones being like, uh... Well, well yeah, exactly. Like, that's the point. Well, the planchette mm-hmm. system... <laughs> the planchette system became increasingly popular, especially with the advent of witch boards that anyone could make in their home. Commonly, about 18 by 20 inches, people would write the alphabet, numbers 0 through 9, with yes, no, goodbye, and good day in each of the four corners. The witch's board's popularity grew even more so after the W.S. Reed Toy Company of Leominster, Massachusetts began producing and selling prefabricated boards. The treasurer of the company even sending President Grover Cleveland one as a wedding present. Wait, so when was this? This is the late 1800s. Okay, because see, I, I, I have a, a bone to pick. Not a chicken bone, Anthony. <laughs> hey. I have a bone to pick with this because I've always heard, having grown up where I did, that the first commercial Ouija board was created and marketed by a man from Baltimore, Maryland. Well, funny you should bring that up. Oh, okay. Oh, damn it! I'm getting ahead of ourselves. You're apparently, getting, you're too knowledgeable. You're, you jumped into the DeLorean. Now you're in the future. We had to go back to the 1800s. The Ouija board we know and love today is credited to Elijah J. Bond, Bond. William H. A. Maupin, and Charles W. Kennard. They filed for a patent and were granted one in February of 1891. After Apparently, they went to the patent office, tried to patent it as a toy. The person at the desk was like, "Uh, I got to call my supervisor on this one. And then, really? Yes. And then the supervisor came out and was like, well, you have to prove that this works. So it has to spell out my name. And so they put their hands on the planchette. And proceeded the board. They asked the board, what is this man's name? And it proceeded to spell out his name. Absolutely fucking dumbstruck. The man signed off on the patent and it went to the office for approval. Please be John Smith. Please be John Smith. Please be John Smith. You know, the irony of it is that he immediately signed off on what clearly at this point is some 
rather disturbing supernatural phenomena as a toy for children. Yes. That's really But that's because that was that was like the thing of the time. They were like, Well shit, this works. Absolutely. <laughs> we should like bring this to the masses. Can I make, can I take the cynical Please do. Place where it's like, hmm, what's cheap, easy to make, and we could sell to idiots? Yeah. I, I know. A talking board. Well, according to the creators, Andy, the Ouija board named itself. No shit. When during a session of using the board with Helen Peters, who was Elijah Bond's sister-in-law and apparently a powerful medium, they asked, what should the name of the board be? And it spelled out O-U-I-J-A. And when they asked what that meant, the board spelled out, good luck. Miss Peters then pulled out her locket that had a picture of a woman in it with the word Ouija above her head. When asked if she had come up with that name herself, she said she had not. Whoa. I don't buy it. What? I don't buy it. What? I don't buy it. Coincidences can be creepy or... Well, just as spiritualism gained popularity in the uncertain times preceding and following the Civil War, so the Ouija board did in the years between World War I and the Great Depression. Sorry to interject, but little known fact, Mr. Bond, who was the first to market the Ouija board, Mm -hmm. was... Your great great His gravestone mm-hmm. has a Ouija board tight on tight. the gravestone. It's in Fells Point. God, you are just full of good Baltimore, information. Baltimore, Maryland. No, I was just there. Oh, and yeah, I looked yeah, it yeah. up on, uh, you know. That's fucking <laughs> cool. I, I actually I looked it up on that. my gravestone. And, uh, That's you know. dope. Right? Except it's vertical, so you can't really do too much with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unless you knock it over which you should not do do not do do but if you do send us an email vohdpodcast at gmail.com thank you but here is where we begin our story in the sleepy east bay area town of el cerrito population approximately 1200 really it all began in december of 1919 when daniel husband of maria moro died Several weeks later, on Christmas Day, Jenny Battini, Maria's 20-year-old daughter, was struck by a passing motorist as she left her home to deliver a Christmas package to her sister and died. Her murder was never solved. In March... You used to be able to get away with everything back then. Yeah. You could just, like, fucking kill somebody. Just, like, run. Oh, dude, it was so... The golden days of just being able to murder somebody without forensic evidence. <clears throat> we'll get there. We'll get back there one day. In March of the following year, the Morrow family decided to pull out their Ouija board in order to contact the spirit of Jenny after Maria read in a newspaper article about a woman who wanted to adopt a baby and consulted with her Ouija board. Maria told the SF examiner... A back of my home, there is a hole in the earth about the size of a grave. Every morning for several <laughs> weeks, we have noticed that during the night, someone has been digging in the hole. And I asked the Ouija board who it was and what was digging the hole. 
Now, were you supposed to be? That was Italian. Yes. Okay. For like the the, the, like the first. Few... Couldn't you tell Anthony? Come no, on, no. I will have the first minute. I was like, is he is he doing like an Asian accent? No. <laughs> God, that's racist. I know. Well, obviously, that's why I was like, wow, he's going there. So it'll become. Oh, so it's not. It'll become ra- a oh, little bit clearer. Oh, so it's not racist to do an Italian accent. No. You the moral. You know what? <laughs> I'm fucking out no, of here. I'm fucking out of here. You know what? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll. Again, we'll get back there to to the days of being racist against other the, white people. Italians. Dirty Italians and hey, dirty Irish. And... Hey, you know what? We might be dirty, but you know what? We get the job done. All right. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Murder is what that means. <laughs> Your people are murderers. Oh, well, yeah. And you're good at it. Hey, man. You got to get ahead. So what I'm going to call <laughs> the Morrow family included Maria Morrow, the matriarch of the family, uh, Josephine Saldivani, Saldivini. Saldivini. There were several different spellings of these names over the newspapers that I read. And I don't, I'm just going to go with what I. I can't what, speak what, a lick what, of Italian, but I'll help you. Uh, so Josephine Saldivini, Maria's daughter, Carlo Saldivini, Josephine's husband, a woman n- known alternatively as Susie, a Susie Sagine, a Susie Sagine, or Santini Battini. Oh yeah, Santini Battini. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember who was the plot. also Maria's daughter, uh, Adeline Battini, uh, who is Susan slash Santini's daughter. Uh, Luigi Ferraglio. Hey, Ferraglio. Hey, and buddy. Vic, and Vico Ferraglio. Hey, Vico. Hey, come on over here. Give us some meatballs. Hey, sit down. Where you going? Yes, and they lived in the Italian area of El Cerrito. You don't say. Shockingly, yes. <laughs> yes. Bunch of fat dudes sitting on a porch smoking cigars going, Hey, hey, this is my cousin. He's Paulie. Hey. hey, he's a good kid. You know, he's a little weird, but he's a good kid, hey? Adeline, who had stopped attending her classes at Richmond High School after she had fallen into a trance several days prior, served as medium. She claimed that the board instructed her to go to Oakland and purchase a hair comb and clothing of specific colors for Jenny. The colors, according to the board, had influence over the spirits. When they attempted to contact Jenny, the board instructed them that they must destroy all the evil spirits in the house and then make it a home for children. In order to achieve this, they were told to make a sacrifice. This came in the form of burning clothing, furniture, and $700 cash, which was about $9,000 in today's money. Wow. They were also told to shave the head of 12-year-old Rosie Battini, Adeline's sister, and... That of the neighbor's daughter, who, after burning the hair off of their heads, was returned home. Oh, they put Vaseline wow, on can you imagine that little girl's parents? What the <laughs> fuck? Hey, well, you told me I got to uh, light my kid's hair on fire. Huh? What, 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 what happened to our daughter's hair? Hey, we had to light it on fire. It was a tragic <laughs> we, story. We, we burned it because we had, it, burn, hey. yeah. we had to kill the evil spirit of the hey, hair. Yeah. So this was done to protect the children and save them from dying. Hey, we got to save them from dying. You know, hey, what are you going to do? You got to put a lot of hair on fire. I don't know. Speaking of on fire, <laughs> Anthony, 
on fire tonight. On fire. All oh, right. Yeah. He's in his element. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. this is my oh, people. Hey. I watched so much Goodfellas for this. <laughs> uh, now, while I'm not sure if it was this particular neighbor who had his newly shorn daughter returned to him or the neighborhood at large that was just generally upset about whatever weird shit was happening at the Morrow household uh, that respond or that reached out to police, but police were reached out to. Uh, and when the authorities arrived at the Morrow house, they were turned away uh, by the Morrows who said they were about to start a passion play, which I believe is in reference to the passion of the Christ. It is. Yes. Or it's also exactly. in reference to that one Genesis album. Sure. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Maria Mora reportedly yelled at police, My husband is here and he will kill you. After forcing their way in, police also found a two-year-old girl that belonged to another one of their neighbors who had been attempting to enter the Morrow house as well. The neighbor was trying to attempt to get into the Morrow house. The Sausalito News newspaper reported that police found five children in the Morrow home, all with shaved heads. <laughs> Whoa. This, Maria said, was in line with the board's command to make their house a home for children. Neighbors had reported strange orgies having occurred at the house, which I believe is the more literal use of orgy as an indulgent, raucous party rather than a sexual orgy this is 1920s after all i don't think they were throwing that word out anyways all seven people oh i think they were fucking maybe. the children uh, oh yeah no maybe not all right moving on <laughs> all seven people were arrested <laughs> and brought to a county hospital to assess their sanity adeline was reportedly naked when the police arrived having burned all her clothes the woman spoke of the great mystery of the hole in the backyard that when filled would cleanse the house of evil they had reportedly held 24-hour seances on several occasions without food or rest uh carlos saldivini claimed that when he broke the first ouija board it was promptly replaced and the seances continued the women were institutionalized while the men were released Upon her commitment to the insane asylum, Adeline said, quote, I am in the mystery business as well as the others, and I want the world to know it. I will be cured at Sunday at nine o'clock. I have been in a trance for some time. We cut Rosie's hair to keep her from dying. The hair represented envy, and the board told us to destroy it as one of the evils. You do not believe the mystery, but I do. I love that she sounds exactly like William Reichert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, I have a question. Now, she was the one that was committed, right? Like, like... So, Maria, the grandmother, Josephine, Santini slash Susie, Adeline, were all committed. Who, who just spouted that nonsense again? That was Adeline. Okay. She's so she's a fifteen. She's fifteen years old. She's in high school, and she was the central part of this. She acted as the kind of medium of the séance, the person kind of running the whole thing. Let's talk for a second about the fact that they institutionalized all of the women. Well, I'm sure they were, hysterical. and the men were 
released. What do you mean? Makes perfect sense to me. Is no. that is no, that, that does seem- is that is that an issue, Andy? Is that is that weird? Is that are you wait? Are you saying that doctors in the nineteen twenties were sexist? Yes. Now, oh, now. yes. I'm also. I. I mean, again, sorry guys, but you know, I don't. I don't want to like dress this up too much, but it's Please. just so reflective of the way that like many not most but many societies cross-culturally like think about like the the feminine members of society as being somehow like either more open to supernatural power or possession or or more dangerous Mm -hmm. because of that i mean think about like there are cultures that like when women are at the certain part of their menstrual cycle, they segregate them from the rest of the community because they're deemed to be kind of unclean and dangerous. Like, Oh yeah. Like what? Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like there's a long history of discrimination against women, either based on biological factors that they can't control or assumed differences just based on their gender. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. But one would wonder given that, whether or not sometimes this type of, of thing is, is actually an attempt by disempowered women to kind of exert some sense of, of like control or, or like agency within yeah. settings, right? Absolutely. You think about like the Salem witch trials and stuff. I was like, just thinking about that. That was I mean, that wasn't all that was not all women that were accused of being witches. And it was not all women that were making the accusations, but it, it mm-hmm. kind of like began with a group of young women. And I know that there's a lot of different argumentation about like what might have actually been going on there that, that runs a huge gamut, including, you know, actual like somatic responses to physical stimuli and stuff. But it's just so interesting to think about those parallels that go across centuries and across cultures that, you know, the men were actively involved with this, right? Clearly. Right. But yet they're not in any way held responsible for or blamed for the bizarre behavior. I I mean, yes. Or it, it was assumed that the guys were just there reading the newspaper and walking around the women who had, had gathered in the living room. But I mean, the yes, it's it's I mean, even today. There is that stereotype that like women are more emotional and when you're emotional, uh, well, you're hysterical and like, you know, all you just need to calm down and like you're blowing this out of proportion. It's, you know, yes, same, same shit, different day. Yeah. I would be willing to bet that the dudes were not just sitting around reading newspapers while this was going on. I would be willing to bet right, that when the, they were arrested, I mean, the they were probably the like, because he said she oh. made me do it. Yeah. So he, he was like, "Hey, I tried. I, I tried to stop them, but yeah. they just got another Ouija board." Yeah. But so it is. It's also important to note that, like, at this point, like as I said, like Ouija boards were a family thing. So it wasn't like this. It's not like what Ouija boards are today. This was a legitimate. Like people would just like. Hey, you want to bust out Monopoly? Hey, you want to like break out the Ouija board and try to contact Grandpa? Like it, it was just a common parlor game almost. Right. Well, although I mean, but not a game. How ironic! How ironic that modern Ouija boards are mass-produced objects by, by the same yes. com- corporations that make like Monopoly. Hilarious. So it is essentially just a fun parlor game 
but yet people perceive it as some sort of like gateway to the supernatural. Yes. Dr. Sweetser, one of the physicians that examined the group, told the San Francisco Chronicle that people easily influenced should not play with Ouija boards. The events of the Morrow household brought condemnation from politicians, doctors, and ministers alike, calling it dangerous and evil. After a town hall meeting where Ouija boards were banned from, there was also talk of calling in an alienist, which was an early <laughs> psychologist type, a lot of to examine all 1,200 citizens of El Cerrito. Holy cow, yes! With some exceptions. <laughs> Obviously, you know, probably the, the police, mayor. the you mayor, know. yeah. yeah. Uh, to assess whether or not they had been affected by what was already being called mere days later Ouija mania. <laughs> people were so stupid back then. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Back up a second. Bad. Anthony, people are still stupid now. That's true. But they, they seemed a little more stupid. I don't know that they were, actually. All right. Fair enough. While we might laugh at Ouija mania as an enormous overreaction to a singular incident, a few days later, two men were arrested for Ouija-related reasons. San Francisco police officer E.H. Dean was found in Berkeley aimlessly wandering the streets and acting in a quote-unquote strange manner. When brought into the station, arresting officer Richard Dowling reported that Dean had told him that the Ouija board had told him that he would be arrested and said, I've been consulting the board and it has given me all kinds of valuable information. After being brought to the Anderson Sanatorium, Dean quickly escaped, knocking over two guards while wearing only a blanket. <laughs> After jumping onto a passing car, oh, he, quote-unquote, compelled the driver to drive him to Oakland's <laughs> business district, where he proceeded to jump off the car and run nude for a few blocks before running into the Central National Bank, where he was apprehended. Mr. C.F. Bore was arrested in nearby Martinez, California, after throwing a brick through the window of the post office. He had been hallucinating that he was being pursued by federal agents who were attempting to poison him. Authorities stated that they believed his mania to be Ouija-related. They sound like they're on PCP. It's Ouija-P. I know, I know it's Ouija, but like, they kind of sound like they're on fucking, they're like... Like, can you imagine, like, you're, like, on a car, and, like, some guy, like, just some naked dude just, like, fucking bolts, jumps on top. He's like, you gotta go, man, yeah. you gotta if go. If a naked guy jumps, like, just jumps onto, like, the side of my car, and he's like, you gotta take me downtown. I'm like, you fucking betcha. You got it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> Following the reporting on the El Cerrito Ouija Madness, area department stores were inundated with people seeking to get their hands on their own magic talking board to the point where they could not keep up with demand of course and this reached a this was a national story national headlines local psychologists likened the hysteria caused by the ouija boards to the witch trials of salem in mm. the 19th century in the 17th Whoa. century spot on andy boom boom dr Zhao don ball <laughs> Expert in psychiatry and <laughs> nervous ailments. Say his name again. Zhao Don Ball. J A U D O N 
B A L L. What is that name? Jowdenball. Jowdenball. He said. Sounds like a condition, actually. The most serious danger, because I just assume he's German. The most serious danger in the excessive use of Ouija boards or any other form of attempts to investigate mysteries is the misinterpretation of happenings. A normal person using a Ouija board is willing to listen to an explanation of the influence of the subconscious and his own unconscious manipulation of the board. On the other hand, a rabid believer in the Ouija refuses to believe or even hear anything of the sort and insists that he is getting in touch with mysterious sources of information. He carries his belief so far that he accepts everything this materials, mysterious influence advises without regards to its possible danger or harm to himself or others, the Ouija board becomes the technical means of embodying his own uncontrolled thoughts and putting otherwise unrealized suggestive influences into words upon which the subject promptly acts. Doctor, I have no idea what you just said, but that might have been the smartest thing I've heard all day. So he's basically saying that there are certain people who are more susceptible to the uh, suggestions that come from a Ouija board. Why so did you, just you say that perhaps you any of us might do a Ouija board and we'll say like, "Oh, what's your name?" and it's like J E F f and we're like oh jeff that's funny whereas another person might be like i'm speaking to the ghost of jeffrey epstein yeah well but but also and this goes back to multiple conversations that we've had uh over the years with this is about magical thinking right like Mm -hmm. like i mean really what he's talking about is that a rational person who plays with a ouija board would be able to attribute causality Mm -hmm. around them like what's going on while you're playing with the Ouija board, like an occasional bump or something, you know, if somebody believes in the Ouija board, they're going to attribute that to like the spirit creating additional stimuli around them. Whereas a rational person is just going to be like, Oh, that's just a random noise or it's something that is explainable as nothing to do supernaturally. Right. And then also the same rational person will attribute anything that actually happens with the Ouija board where there is any sort of movement of the, the planchette to their own subconscious or perhaps their own conscious manipulation to mess with the people playing with them. I mean, I've played with Ouija boards before in high school, and I guarantee you I was definitely fucking with my buddy Matt <laughs> nonstop, and he bought it. But I was just pushing that damn thing around all over the place. So... But, I mean, but, I've, I've had weird Ouija experiences, but it's, yes, it's, it's... By yourself or with other people? I mean, you've got to do it with other people. Well, so That's what makes it fun. They're probably, well, just, they're probably the, just fucking with those you. Those are the best but, kind of weird experiences. But, but the idea is then is, is that if you buy into the, the Ouija board as a real thing, a real supernatural instrument, then you start attributing everything to the spiritual power of that Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And, 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 of course, what, what's interesting is that that individual is arguing that it's like a uh, it's like a mirror. You subconsciously write out or express things with the Ouija board, and you're not aware that you are doing that, but you're actually kind of expressing your own internal thoughts or desires, and then you take it as an order from the Ouija board to act on it. Mm-hmm. So, in other ways, it, it's kind of a way of 
unconsciously giving yourself the green light to act out intentionality that you probably otherwise would not, which is, is thank you, Dr. Ball. Well, yeah, yeah, no problem. (laughs) I mean, in some ways what that means is that while I don't buy into the supernatural aspect of it all, if that is true, if that is what is happening, it is actually dangerous Mm -hmm. because people are interpreting the message from the Ouija board as like some sort of external diction that they need to like go and take action on these like ideas. burning nine thousand dollars and shaving your neighbor's yeah, child's exactly head. Yes. exactly and fill in a, the mystical hole in the backyard and it will lead to like some sort of cleansing of the household i still yes. want to know what they're, they're filling that hole in with i want to know why they're according to them that just started appear like it it slowly grew like some like this it started i assume it started out as like a small hole and all of a sudden it was like a grave sized hole which is pretty fucking crazy if you think about it yep. in a time before security cameras and whatnot like to just like at some point you wake up the next morning and you're just like it's 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 bigger i don't know what happened i say that in the morning <laughs> <laughs> PhD. Uh, PhD. That's right. Listen to me. Tony Bragg. PhD. A, Tony Bragg's PhD. What I was gonna say though, I did actually on on a more serious note. I you know I feel like though when you're more just, serious than a PhD, more serious than my PhD. Wow. Pr- uh, pr- pretty hairy dude. <laughs> oh, dude, you're fucking rocking good. those acronyms. Oh tonight. <laughs> that's true. Carry uh, on. Carry on. No, carry on. Carry on. Um. What I was going to say, though, okay, if you took out that Ouija board, I have a feeling somehow those people were eventually going to shave that child's head for some you know, <laughs> reason or another. Like, you know what I mean? I think yeah. they're going to find any catalyst to, like, do something fucking crazy or yeah. do something crazy and then go, it was the, the, the well, Ouija right, board. And I mean, the Ouija board made me do it. Like, doesn't that yeah. also, like, you know, people, like, it's getting decried by ministers and politicians and, like, you know, is it aren't religiously minded people inherently more susceptible to something like that? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Well, Maybe. let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Fred Councilman, superintendent of the Stockton State Asylum for the Insane, vehemently decried the use of Ouija boards, calling them dangerous and insisted that their use inspired a single-minded obsession that would lead to hysteria and madness. While many called for their outright banishment, others sought to educate the public about the dangers of Ouija use. Then, there was San Francisco journalist Annie Laurie, who wrote an incredibly sarcastic article about the immense popularity (laughs) of Ouija boards, noting, Ouija's lots of fun if you take it for fun basically calling everyone getting heated on either side of the Ouija hysteria a bunch of fucking morons. Morons. It's it's funny cuz it does this it's like there's always something that people feel like is there's always like that religious right there's always like D&D is you know teaching our children Satan, yeah, satanic panic satanic panic and like all you know what I mean like and that the devil is coming and you're like the fuck are you talking about you fictional characters i mean getting through to you and and little do they know that of course by going after things like that it just simply spikes the public interest in 
Yeah, then everyone's... That exact thing. Then everyone's fucking buying, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. All right. Fucking Sudden, magic cards. Harry Potter. Or, and all the fuck... Yeah. And the nerds once yeah. again rule the day. Mm-hmm. I, I have told you guys about the exorcist who came to speak yeah. on my campus, correct? Yeah. You yes. It. We should get him on the podcast. That would be amazing. I don't know that he would do that because, among other things, Ouija boards included, which he pointed out, are potential conduits through which one opens oneself to demonic possession. Indeed. Electricity is also a conduit of demonic possession potential. Wait, wait, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and computers. Oh. Everyone knows. Well, that yeah, he's not wrong well, there. I've, got, I've gone into... <laughs> Everyone knows that Satan <laughs> travels through the internet. Yeah. Satan travels through many things, apparently. It's well, amazing. Annie Laurie, very fluid. in her article, claimed... To have spoken with Abraham Lincoln on her Ouija board just the other <laughs> night. And he told her, get a move on and buy that stock. Ah, Annie Laurie. Fucking joker. She's Dr. Yes. Uh, Dr. Frank Silsley of the First Presbyterian Church said, quote, People who consult the Ouija board rather than Christ are displaying a yellow streak. Calling them cowards for oh, some man. reason. It's true. You know, back it's then, true. Back then, that could have meant something else. I mean, yeah. really. Was, at first, I thought you were going to say something really worse. Damn, Call, Anthony. Call animation. We just did a three-part episode of the most racist asshole yes. in the Bay Area. I'm a little sensitive to like what Kate is about to say. Damn. Well, I mean, it it is true. It is far Four more bizarre and cowardly to consult a Ouija board than Christ. Than the moldering body of a two thousand year dead desert wizard. man. Yeah, desert wizard. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Desert, desert wizard. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Joseph Sibley of San Francisco's Calvary Presbyterian Church said of recent events. One might as well fancy we should soon be back in an era where graveyard ghosts would make the hair rise on end at every venture in the dark. However, Reverend Wilmer Kaufman placed the blame squarely on the people of El Cerrito at large, saying, The town of El Cerrito is almost forgotten and well-nigh forsaken by the organized Christian churches. Until material improvements along religion lines are made, you residents can expect such events as that of the past week, when several people were committed to a hospital for mental treatment because of looking to spirits to guide them through the use of a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And and remember how the uh, what was her name? Uh, Annie. Annie Laurie. Annie Laurie. You know how she exhorted her readers to go buy stock. Mm-hmm. This is the same fucking parallel. Yeah, priests just see immediate opportunity. Yeah, I mean mm. there is a there, mm. time to break out the uh, there the church a, talk. There was a big capitalize on that. There's a big long quote by that guy that I didn't want to do in full, but he basically goes into saying like, "There's not even a Protestant church in El Cerrito, but the, people just gather and pray together." Who does that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Nary yeah. an offering plate in sight. Mm. What a tragedy. Yeah, right. Get on down there and start collecting alms. Well, authorities decided to squash the 
growing fervor precipitated by the Morrow family's arrest by filling the mysterious hole in their backyard themselves. The San Francisco Chronicle reported that upon completion of filling the hole, the quote-unquote faraway look in young Rosie Bettini's eyes evaporated, and she said, Oh, now everything will be all right. That's what Mama and my sister Adeline and the others said the Ouija told them the spirits would do. I am so glad the mystery is over. Then her smile turned into a look of sadness, and she asked, When will they send my mama and sister home to me? (laughs) Her grandfather comforted her, assuring her that after some rest, they would be home soon. Although they did say the hole would be filled. Mm -hmm. And the hole was filled. I thought you were going to say that a look of sadness came over her face. And she said, where is my hole? Oh, Oh, Andrew, no. Oh man, we're on we're on one. Wait, tonight. where you, where did you guys go with that? I meant the hole in the backyard. Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> man, we're on we're in rare form tonight, boys. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Sacramento, city health official, uh, city health officer Doctor W. J. Hanna headed a special squad of police officers whose purpose was to break up any seances occurring in the city using. Uh, and using a Ouija board being grounds for arrest. Ugh, she's like the biggest nerds in the fucking county. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> do like playing with Ouija playing with a Ouija board with your friends and all of a sudden the fucking SWAT team like swings in through the windows? It's probably some asshole in a pickup truck. In reality, right? Like you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Some just like ant you know anti cool. Dude, just well, going around. Yes and no, because at the party, we're trying to get girls to take their shirts but off. He, but he, but he is—he's part of a special unit. See through I, the police. Just another window into Anthony's mind. We just—he <laughs> just—he just, he just <laughs> let drop the hint that whenever he used the Ouija board, strangely enough, it told on any girl in the vicinity to take her top off. No, hey, first of all, I've actually never played with the Ouija board. What? That, that really? We actually used to do seances when we were kids, and we heard like the house creak, and we got scared and mm-hmm. we stopped. Uh, we were very young. Uh, but you never did a Ouija board. No, we never. I never have done a Ouija board. Ooh, we I gotta know, do that, I dude. Know we do. Uh, I'm putting myself into the mind of a character of a of a young whippersnapper in the early 1900s who would. Why would you be using a Ouija board? Oh, I I don't know. Maybe to you know get to second base with a girl. Second base then being holding hands. Yeah. So third base. (laughs) Uh, Well, soon city ordinances were being drafted to ban the sale and production of any talking boards in El Cerrito, Oakland, and Richmond. Though Richmond city attorney B.J. Hall believed it would be impossible to prevent people from trying to contact spirits of their dead relatives and that attempts to legislate the boards put the lawmakers on par with those using the boards. Himself blaming mental weakness as the real cause of all the trouble rather than the boards. <laughs> I wish people would say that more often. <laughs> what, mental, mental weakness? weakness? Mental, weakness. mental infirmity? Like, like, is, like, what's the problem? I think it's more mental, mental weakness. weakness than the actual uh, issue at hand. That sounds. Wait, like- what are you talking about? That's exactly what the gun lobby is arguing. Right now. Uh, oh, that's true. It's mental fuck. weakness, not the guns. Fuck, fuck. That's well, right. guns are different. 
Aside from the aside from guns, yes, the gun is the issue, but everything else. All right. Anyway, however, not even ten days after the initial arrest of the Moro, Saldivini, and Bettini families, Senator Will R. Sharkey announced that he would be sponsoring a bill that would ban Ouija boards from California. <laughs> Likening their use to that of a drug habit. Oh, I just pictured the shark's mascot. Sharky, <laughs> like, right? That's where it comes like from. Like a fucking like, little detective. <laughs> what you don't know about Sharky, the San Jose Sharks hockey team mascot, is that he is actually a sitting senator in California. And he hates Ouija boards. He just eats them and up. And Jews. Oh, he just eats them up. He just eats up both. <laughs> He's a racist. Like matzo ball soup. He's a racist mascot shark. For those listeners that don't know us... I am Jewish, so I can say that. Please don't send us hate mail. Also, please, We're in the don't, clear. please don't send us hate mail about me being a Jew, because that's also terrible. <laughs> On April 15th, over a month after their arrest, Adeline Bettini and Maria Morrow were released from the state hospital for the insane in Napa County. Adeline's mother and aunt remained in custody but were released shortly after. Thus ended the Ouija madness of El Cerrito. And while this story is relevant to our particular geography of the Bay Area, it is by no means the only story of Ouija madness. Mm. If you want to know more, I recommend you go to museumoftalkingboards.com that has a slew of stories ranging from the inception of the Ouija board in the late 1800s to as recent as 2014. And these include Ouija inspired murders. Whoa. Possessions. Yes. Lottery wins. All right. Even the naming of the band Cheap Trick and the founding of Alcoholics Anonymous all credited to the Ouija board. No shit. I did not know that about Cheap Trick. I also didn't know that. They asked what they should name their band, and it spelled out C H E A P T R I C K. Wow. Surrender. You know what? Whichever member was pushing that around, definitely. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. This is a cheap trick. Yeah. This is a cheap trick. I'm going to totally. And I bet he was super bummed when they were like, Oh, okay. That's what we're going to name the band. That's a great name for a band. It is actually a good band. And they're also a great band. They are a great band. They yeah. are actually. I, Surrender. Surrender. One of the greatest songs of, of all time, I must say. Uh, I you know. You know. I want you to want me. Uh, is that a cheap trick? Yeah. Shit, man. That's a great song. Dude, that is a great song. It's not uh, perhaps uh, uh, so great when performed by Anthony. But it is a great song. Jesus Christ, man. For Anthony's live album, go to <laughs> yeah, yeah. iTunes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> live in the Valley of Hearts Delight, uh. Anthony. No, you know, uh, the Alcoholics Anonymous thing fascinates me. I, I just envision like a drunken dude like playing with a Ouija board and it says like, Get help. <laughs> and then he starts Alcoholics Anonymous. Just like looks up like slowly like, uh, holy shit. So, looks at the bottom. Bill Wilson. Could you imagine if you used a Ouija board to, to like actually dictate all 12 steps? That would take a long huh? time. That would take a long well, time. This that, is from museumoftalkingboards.com forward slash stories dot HTML. Bill Wilson, co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, wrote his book, 12 Steps and 12 Traditions. 
while communicating with a 15th century monk through a Ouija board. No shit. This apparently caused consternation among some of his AA members. Perhaps it stemmed from the rumor that Wilson and his wife had a specially designed quote-unquote spook room in their house where they invited visitors to participate in group seances. Consternation or not, today's AA members number in the millions internationally. That is quite possibly one of the most interesting things that I have heard. That's amazing. About AA? No, not just about AA. Oh, how about Cheap Trick? (laughs) The fucking... It, it is literally like dozens, dozens of stories ranging from the late 1800s to the mid 2000 teens. Mid 2000s? Yeah. No. no. Mid 2000s. Like would be 2050. Yeah. The mid to 20 teens. There you go. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm, Dude, fucking. Teens. It's fucking wild. 20 teens. And yes, people are murdering their spouses because the Ouija board told them to do it. Well, but see, that goes back to a uh, hair doctor talking about how the board is just an avenue to green light your own uh, subconscious whims and wiles. Yes. The board said to do Interestingly, it. Should I, kill, should I kill my spouse? Yes. Yes. Well, the fucking board told me. <laughs> wow. It's like, it's, like a, it's like the eight ball. It's like, hmm. So. Yes, it's exactly like an eight ball, except, like, you know, you except that the eight ball, to, well, okay, you keep going until you get the answer you want. Fair enough. No, but. that's not how an eight ball works. It's like no. a coin flip. It's one flip. That's it. I know. But Anthony, apparently, the Italian keeps going method. until, yeah. <laughs> hey, you just shake it till it, you know, tells you what you want it to say. Hey, you know, I'm not saying that's how I got where I'm at, but, you know, but you know me. Arguably, the eight ball is less easy to be manipulated by users mm-hmm. right yeah exactly right. that's why for your spiritual needs always use a magic eight ball Anthony, it has magic in the title i cannot believe that you've yes. never used a ouija board we know, need to get right? a ouija board and then we need to record ourselves using the ouija board yes i was for gonna, this program was gonna we have our youtube channel to be fair yeah what were you gonna say? Uh, no no no. i i just i i just can't wait to see the things that it tells you to do anthony uh, I was going to see if I can like find like a cool one on Etsy. Like, oh yeah, no, like I don't like a buy, legit like, a haunted one. one. No, like a, or I love I would love to find one on Craigslist that's like haunted Ouija board. My house burned down. The Ouija board was the only thing left. Need to get rid of it. Please buy this. It is definitely haunted and cursed. And I'd be like five hundred bucks. Yes, five hundred bucks. I swear, it's crazy. I got like ten of these Ouija boards in my trunk that were all. From houses that burned down that I lived in. It was crazy. Sucker. How'd that happen? No, I remember I remember <laughs> buying a, a Ouija board from Toys R Us and you know, it's just like you want I it was like I want I want like the wood Ouija board with like the black etched burned letters into it and like I want the legit Ouija so board we- that has like a like blood and semen and menstrual blood all over it, I'm you just know. Get one that just was made of like a nice like redwood or something. Yeah, I mean or that that's good too. Why, nice. why why get one? We should just make one of our own. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Or like put Andy. our own blood and semen into it. Or of course, Andy, we could actually do it ourselves. <laughs> What's your problem, Tony? You don't like the uh, DIY uh, approach? I'm so I know life we're, is hard, isn't we're it? City Sometimes boys. it's just easier. We're, to like, we're soft city boys. Yeah. We buy stuff See, in the store. No, no, no. Anyway. Here, here's what we do. Or on mm-hmm. ads. Here's what we do. 
It's mm. not a wart. Here's what we do. Mm-hmm. We go to some remote, abandoned farmhouse. And murder a hobo. Use Sorry. His, no, we go, murder no, a hobo okay. or, 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 use his blood. or find a house where a hobo has been murdered. Mm. Oh, that's bad. We prize that's up the floorboards oh. and yep. we use them to manufacture oh, our own. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. I love that idea. God, can we just field trip? We could find someone on Etsy to do that. You know, I, I th- I'm pretty sure Anthony would rather just go to like Walmart and buy one off no, the rack. No, I mean, I wanted, that's fine. I wanted, if you don't want I one filled give... with the anguish of a dying soul, I'm I mean, just that, saying we could fine. get that on Etsy. Somebody's yes. killed somebody on Etsy and made a Ouija board. Well, and used the what do you call that little thing? Planchette. A planchette. planchette. It made the planchette out of that per- of the murdered person's bones. Ooh. Yes, please. Oh, look who's thinking. You know, a plant. No, wait, hold on. A planchette fashioned out of the skull skeletal plate from a human skull. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'd be uh, in that. Yeah. Would be all right. I can uh, arrange that. Yeah. I can get you a toe bite. <laughs> we'll, okay, we'll talk about that off off air. I get you. A, I get you. A bringing it back around. Andy, you know it's funny. Andy, knowing Andy's weird connections, I have a feeling he actually could get that. Oh, 100%. Child's play. What are you talking about? <laughs> he just goes, it's for science? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, it's for science. This is an experiment, man. It's All an right. experiment to see how gullible Anthony is. Speaking of experiments. Whoa, it's telling me to... <laughs> it's telling me to... It's telling, it's telling me to take my pants, pants off, off and run down the street. street. Hmm. Right. Well, I guess if the board tells me to do it, I <laughs> gotta do it. I'm not understand why I'm subservient to the board, but... If the board tells me, I gotta do it. It's the only way. Okay, here we go. Over the years, the patent and rights for the Ouija board was challenged, changed hands, and eventually landed in the possession of Parker Brothers. And in 1973, with the release of The Exorcist, Mm -hmm. the Ouija board found newfound popularity and newfound meaning. Overnight, the Ouija board went from a harmless, albeit spooky, toy to a tool of the devil, hellbent on possessing good Christian youth. And yet, that too worked in Ouija, and consequently Parker Brothers, and consequently, after in 1991 they got bought by, by Hasbro, this is a favor. Of course. As intent went from spiritual to thrill-seeking, inviting danger into your life, in the safety of your own home. Whoa. According to the Berean Call, who call themselves a ministry of biblical discernment, <laughs> who is the also only reference to an Orange County Register article, which I could not find, but I like the story. In 2000, Santa Clara County jail officials had to call in a priest after several prisoners made a makeshift Ouija board on the back of a Scrabble board and a planchette out of a piece of cardboard. After praying to the devil, they said they made contact with a murdered woman, then reportedly went from asking questions to praying to Satan, and jail officials found them screaming out loud, claiming that they had been possessed by demons. A San Jose priest was called in to bless 29 individual prisoners and was on hand for two days to counsel prisoners. Mm, I'm pretty sure I know who that priest was. 
In 2001, Ouija boards were burned along with copies of Harry Potter and Snow White in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Uh, of course, Snow, Snow White. White. No, think about that, man. That's some evil shit. Uh, I, I, you know, I can't, it's hard to, for me to put my like my brain into that like like the fucking Disney movie. What are you talking about, man? It's, it's a, like it's a fucking Disney movie. It's about a hot chick. Who is you know whose stepmom's jealous of her, and then she eats an apple, and she's she's just trying to be groovy with some dwarves. I don't get what the big no, deal dude, is. Like, think about it, man. Like, there's so many bizarre undercurrents. Like, like think about like the prince trying to like woo what is essentially a corpse. A corpse. I never thought that's it's weird. definitely huh. got some like Disney's necro eroticism going on there, dude. Old like old school Disney is fucking weird. Huh. Plus, I, kinda, I mean, I not, now, I kind of like it now more. Not to mention like that. <laughs> I kind of have a deeper respect for it now. Like, not to I, mention the weirdness of like gangbangs with dwarves, dude. I was seeing. I was all like, I was thinking. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, the witch doing the mirror, mirror on the wall bullshit. Like I was like, okay, yeah, we're no, fucking no. Fairy tale. But I mean, I, but that's character any but i mean realistically like anytime there is a mention of a witch wizard or anything that you know any mention of something that has existed in a culture that the christian church has effectively stamped out from the world is seen as a threat it's funny they never go like oh star wars is like satanic they never say that even though star wars i would imagine that you would not have to look very hard to find people saying exactly that yeah Fuck them. Give me two seconds. But I was just, you know, I don't know. It's just so fucking funny. It's just like, ugh, I, I don't even know where I was going to go with that thought. I had a total plan. Uh, it's just like, Snow just, White, man. Snow White, you're just like. Necrophilia. Literally. It's first. Straight up. First, second results it's, for Star Wars Satanic. satanic. Toolofsatan.org. Star Wars is Satan's tool. Second result, Satanic Secrets of the Star Wars Saga. And that's a YouTube video, which we're definitely going to watch after we fucking end this. Absolutely. There's certainly a scientific explanation of how and why the Ouija works with the unconscious mind. Minuscule automatic muscle movements. Diffraction of responsibility because Ouija is usually done in a group and social setting. Mm -hmm. And the ideomotor actions of the participants. Personally, I find this much less fun than the demonic explanation. (laughs) But Ouija, like many other mystical devices and beliefs that tap into our unconscious in a subtle yet powerful way. In 2011, Dr. Ron Resnick, professor of psychology and computer science, psychology postdoctoral researcher, Hélène Gouchel, and Dr. Sidney Fells, professor of electrical and computer engineering at the University of British Columbia's Visual Visual Recognition Lab, performed a series of experiments based around the Ouija board, looking at the levels and gradations of consciousness. In one experiment, participants were paired with a robot and were told that it was actually a wirelessly linked person in another room, themselves with a Ouija board. In reality, there was no other person, and the robot just mirrored and amplified the motions that the subject was already performing. So, the participants were asked a series of yes or no fact-based questions, such as, is Buenos Aires the capital of Brazil? Were the 2000 Olympics held in Sydney, Australia? When asked to respond verbally, participants had 
about a 50% accuracy rate. But when answering through the board, which again, they thought that they were working with somebody else remotely. It was actually just a robot mirroring their movements. They had over 65% accuracy. Whoa, that's awesome. They replicated the experiment with another person in the room, but both the participant and the confederate, the person working with the study, were blindfolded. When the questioning began, the confederate would quickly remove their hands from the planchette, so the subject was moving it by themselves. The study had almost identical results. Wow. About 50% when asked verbally, 65% when using the planchette, and people even referenced the fact that they thought the other person was moving was the moving planchette it. too much. Oh, that's fascinating. Because yes. brains. Yo, no, no, no. We can use this, guys. On Monday nights when we go to trivia, what we need to do. Bring a Ouija board? No, no, no. <laughs> that, maybe. Yes. But it just it shows it like the idea of going with your gut instinct and going with your first guess and not like second guessing it actually is probably more likely to be accurate right but on this case it's it's really interesting because it's not it's it's not even like a verbal response it's just your your immediate like kind of response in your subconscious is yes. more accurate than so, your rationally like considered exactly. so this was the the that's, study that's that amazing. was published in 2012 had basically that was you know nothing too hard fact or definitive but it did indicate that there is a strong link between the the non-conscious as right. they were calling yeah. it and sure. yes so it's it is as you throughout the episode brought up how much is it you know oh the the board is telling me to do this i have to do this and it's really just your own brain telling yeah. you you know kill kill your kill my husband yeah but think about it also, like, is Buenos Aires the capital of Brazil? Like, if you just react, you're going to say, no. But if you think about it, even for a split second, you start to say, like, well, wait a second. Is it? Buenos Aires is the capital of a country in South America. Brazil is also in South America. Maybe it is. Now I'm unsure. And then you end up with a lower accuracy rate. Yes. Wait. Whereas, like, that immediate, like go for it seems to be more accurate that's really cool yeah it's true it's definitely true when we play trivia the moment i go uh wait maybe not yeah it's when you that's, that's when, when you stumble over yourself block. your own brain gets in its way buenos aires is the largest city and capital of argentina argentina of course argentina. yes Yes. All you Thank fools, you. <laughs> all those idiots who would have they were like, me. yeah, of course it is. Yes. Wait, did you just double check that to make sure that it wasn't actually the of capital? Of course I Brazil? did. <laughs> I, I literally went. I went. I'm no fool. I'm gonna <laughs> Google that first. I was like, is it? I don't know. I would have. My accuracy would have been know. bad both ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, and obviously, like, Ouija is still around. It's in num. Aside from The Exorcist, it's in numerous movies. There's been a a movie i think that was called like ouija and then ouija origin of evil it's still around it's not going anywhere and i i don't know as i said personally yes obviously the scientific side of it makes the most sense mm -hmm. 
rationally that's what it is but i think it's it is interesting that we have people that are kind of studying like what is it about the ouija that taps into those kind of deeper parts of the human experience well mm-hmm. what it is 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 that we we think we're in control of ourselves because of consciousness but we forget that we're in this vessel of flesh that actually has its own agenda and I know I sound inc- a little that's crazy. Pretty, no, that, no, that's, I, that's pretty deep, that's Anthony. That's Damn. Dead, dead like, on. Dead oh, on. Hey, it went from talking about his PhD to actually <laughs> saying something of, <laughs> of even marginal value. I'm shocked. <laughs> wow. That's how I like to get him. Now, yeah. is this vessel that you're talking about, is it, are, you, are you referring to like our, our, our lizard brain, our reptilian yeah, mind? Yeah, like, well, yeah. That, like, do you forget that you're actually this colony of billions of individual cells and they have their own, like, need right of having energy and having uh it to survive right and they rely on the other sale cells to to survive so they form this colony which is your body right because essentially see see, now now you're just starting to sound crazy no no no, no, i'm not saying like (laughs) no i'm saying but like eventually right like like, because it's like the fuck is he like who's giving the orders here well no and uh, fair enough man like like for sure like the conscious part of your mind is definitely not entirely steering this ship. Yeah. Right. And we, for, and we do, right. we forget like that your conscious mind isn't being like digest the food that I ate. like, like, like breathe pump blood with yeah. the heart, but it's also not, it's also not making all the decisions about your behaviors and actions either. Well, well they like right? say like that your gut dictates a lot of like your mood and like your feelings and like, that's why they say you feel shitty. If you're feeling shitty, try taking a poop. You'll feel better. Oh, that, dude, dude, that actually happened to me the other day. Like, swear to God. I was, like, having an anxiety <laughs> attack. Yeah. And then, like, I literally had diarrhea afterwards, and I actually felt, like, infinitely uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they say you feel <laughs> shitty. And, and there we go. We're right back to where we started. No, it's true, though. Hey, it's like, I... Blue yeah. humor. No, it's just... It's, again, like, all... Like, basically, to kind of bring it back to the Ouija board stuff. All I'm saying is, like, I, I, I was getting a little wooey. But my point is, is that... I don't think you were getting I, I fucking I yeah, I'm picking that, like, I'm picking up what you're putting down. We're yeah. with you, man. We're with yeah, you. Yeah, Sorry. That, like, Sorry. Yeah. We we are we are not what we think we are most of the time. If again I <sighs> Thank you. Thank See you. Now, now now you are sounding a little bit crazy again. No, I am <laughs> <laughs> kidding. No, so I I, I want to throw this out there. You know, Obviously, those like recent movies that use Ouija board, especially in the title, they have to get permission from Hasbro. Hasbro right? That's a yeah. good question. Well, yeah. No, they have to. They, I mean, yes. if, if they have the product in there and if they're using a trademark name, which I believe it is trademarked, correct, Kaden? I'm pretty sure it's trademarked. 99%. Like, I didn't double check. Yeah, that. yeah. So, so like, Although they did, yeah, they did go for a patent. They, they would need to get permission. And, and I love the fact that I bet that if you contacted Hasbro and were like, is this meant to be like an instrument of like See, darkness yeah. and evil? They'd be like, no, no, no. This is strictly a toy for children. But yet they're totally green lighting the use of it in all of these kind of portrayals yeah. as a supernatural instrument. And, and, and obviously that drives their profits, right? I mean, like they, they're, they're not going to discourage that because that's why they sell Ouija boards. Yeah. Cause they're cheap, easy to make and people buy into the, to the background. Right. And I, yeah. I, I would love to know, like, is, is, is like Hasbro like 
commissioning these movies because they're like Ouija board sales are softening a little bit. Oh, I mean, sure. I doubt that. Oh, I doubt just... very much that they are. Well, but so here's my what I know a little bit on is that okay? I should. I don't know, no, but I, I think know I, I think that... I hear a demon trying to get into yeah. the uh, hey, the rooms. Um, any a, a a talking board, a Ouija board is a talking board. I don't know if talking boards are patented or you can patent it. Right. Again, now this now my question would be how like I know Hasbro owns the Ouija patent. Now do they own the name Ouija? Yes. It's like because it's like can you? It's like no one person owns a hammer, right? Like the patent for a hammer, but like a bunch of companies can make hammers. Then maybe you can't call it a certain hammer, like you know, you can't call it a yeah, no, exactly, like like, like, a, like I mean, like a craftsman hammer, right? Right, Is but it the you, same kind of deal, like mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think you're making your own point, right? Like 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 you, a company may not be able to own the concept of a talking board, although if it's patented, they can. Right. Yeah. See, now this is. Although I don't know the details of of patenting. I mean, I I would imagine it has to be the very specific details of what letters and how they're arranged and and imagery and things like that. But be that as it may, like Hasbro can't, I don't think, own the concept of a talking board, but they certainly can own the the Ouija Ouija board. The Ouija name. Yeah, the Ouija name. Well, and here's my who's gonna fucking buy a a board that's not a Ouija board? Well, and even if it is legit witches, man. People who Well that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, no. Legit witches will make their own from the floorboards of a house where a hobo was murdered. Yes. (laughs) Or they'll just buy it on Etsy if they're a lame half ass witch. Sorry. Ooh. I guess my last question You can get your own Ron Swanson etched talking board that's awesome actually uh oh no that's the cutting board never mind (laughs) (laughs) i was like weird what a weird weird like thing that they would oh how awesome would it be to have a a a dual cutting board and ouija board you can get a coffee table talking board you can get a talking board you can get planchette earrings can you get a hands-free talking board that you just ask questions and it answers oh wait that's siri that's siri Siri. Wait, is Siri the 21st century and Ouija board? Is a fucking direct line to the goddamn devil. Yeah, makes, exactly. Makes sense. Look makes at you, sense. corpse of Steve Jobs. Yep. They, the phone. Quote, sorry, air quotes, quote unquote, corpse of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. We know his brain's been downloaded into a computer. Yeah. Um, Kaden, do you want to like? give everybody the contact information for the podcast we by the time you're listening to this should be uh available on soundcloud spotify itunes stitcher uh check out vohdpodcast.com we have our own website now um wait when did all this happen this happened yesterday. What, wait, oh, <laughs> Red, just yesterday you say. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Well done, Caden. Um, we should probably say the oh. most cliche podcast thing. Please rate and subscribe. That's right. Rate, review, subscribe uh, on all the places that you can do that. Uh, Anthony, we are also on Facebook. Like us on Facebook because, uh, again, this is super far behind. Uh, but... We need apparently 25 followers to get our own unique Facebook handle. Um, so we're at like 10 right now. 
We're be, almost there. It'd be I great. Guess, that'd be great. I, I guess I could reactivate mine and just have it there. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you like us, Mr. Vote, I mean, you, Mr. Vote for yourself. Yeah. You you did just give us a five out of five <laughs> on the ratings. Only, like, you well, well done, you Anthony. You literally only <laughs> need Andy. What go an make ass. a Facebook profile. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What's this Facebook? What? Facebook. Is is that kind of like MySpace? Because I think you know I have a MySpace. Yeah, go, to, go make profile a MySpace floating out there. Like our, we're on MySpace. Uh, are we we're on Tumblr? No, are we no, really? No. That's Andy, amazing. Andy, Facebook, this MySpace even Facebook exists anymore? Is the website that is uh, slowly destroying our democracy. I, I know that. That's why I have I do not and have never had an hot account. Tea, hot tea. What? I know. Okay. I All right. Is that it? Do we have uh, else plug or say? No, I mean, uh, again, if um, you have any ideas for stuff, um, send us an email. Or yep. if you hate what we do and think we should burn in hell, send us an email at vohdpodcast at gmail.com as if that was almost an acronym for Valley of Hearts Delight, vohdpodcast at gmail.com. By the way, if you're going to tell us to burn in hell... At least give some constructive criticism. Don't Send just, a gift. Yeah, like just, just don't say Bernard Hall. We want to get better at this. We can suck, but you know we want to learn. No, so be fuck constructive. That. Say hey, you know you guys have a lot of pauses in between the you know some of the talking you do. Maybe you can clean that up in the post. Oh, I don't, cool. Thank you. And then also, fuck you, Burn in Hell. Okay, thank you. All right. That's fine. all we want. That's all we want. You no. can just do pull. No, no, that's not all I want. Oh, okay. If you're gonna say Burn in Hell, I would expect you to. Uh, Meet me with a book of matches, and we can fucking sort it out. Ooh. Ooh. Challenge coming from Andy. I was like, t- when somebody tells me to burn it, I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, already, already there, Already asshole. there, bud. Already there. <laughs> All right. Listen Thanks, to everybody. us. Make your friends listen to us. Make your family do yeah. listen to us. Do it. Uh, job less. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.